Welcome to episode 9 of Now for Someone Completely Interesting. Today, I welcome one of the most versatile and eclectic guests when it comes to careers, from meat cutter to at the local grocery store to a furniture salesman. He's worked in auto uh, parts and sales, uh, auto, auto, you were a salesman. I was, that, yeah. Okay. I worked with you. That's right. Service yeah. advisor. Yeah. Um, longtime hockey coach that boasts four Northeastern Alberta Junior B League championships, one provincial Junior B championship. Currently, uh, he's got the Joe Young baseball development. And, of course, let's not forget that time, Joe, that you actually played for the Toronto Blue Jays. One time I did. <laughs> All right. I'm actually flattered that someone with your resume agreed to join me. Now for someone completely interesting. As I mentioned, I have Joe Young with me. Thanks again for joining. I'm definitely interested in talking a little bit more about your professional baseball career, obviously. But before you even made it to the majors... You were a part of a team that was actually inducted into the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. So if we can start there, you were on the only Canadian team to win the Youth National World Series. How did that all come about? All right, so basically uh, I was playing baseball in Edmonton Confederation Park. Um, we had won a Senior League World Series, a Canadian Senior League World Series, and uh, I got scouted by Baseball Alberta. And... Uh, um, Went to a few camps with them, made the team, went down to Florida to train, um, had a great time. I think I was one of the youngest players on the team, being just 16. It was 16 to 18 years old, and then uh, uh, we went to the National Youth Selects Tournament, it's called. It was in uh, actually in Regina, Saskatchewan, and uh, we had an okay tournament as a group, but, uh, um, you know, uh, personally, I, I pitched very well, and and I was shocked that uh, I got invited with 40 other or 39 other guys to go to the Canadian uh, baseball uh, training camp in uh, in Saskatchewan. It actually, uh, yeah, like it was, I I was shocked, couldn't believe it. And uh, yeah, we went down there, trained for a week. Uh, we played like four exhibition games, played some college teams, and the, the you know these guys are 21, 22 years old. I'm 16 years old, so you know I'm scared to, scared to death. And, uh, but I pitched very well. Um, they uh, picked the team one evening, uh, and uh, I was fortunate enough I made it. And then uh, we got on the bus the next day and went to Brandon, Manitoba, where the tournament was. All right, now let's go to the tournament here. It was, okay, so that's kind of neat. It was hosted on home soil. Yeah. The team itself, I had read an article, you guys really weren't expected to, to really show up. It was, it was. No, uh, we, uh, we absolutely got our ass kicked in two uh, uh, preliminary games we played like uh, uh, Netherlands I think it was and they they did beat us around pretty good and we were like oh wow this is going to be a long long two weeks here <laughs> and then I don't know what happened we uh, we got on a roll and and uh, you know all the guys started playing very well and I think we got a couple wins and then you, you start going you know what we can compete with these guys but it wasn't just a couple wins if I read correctly wasn't the first game like the of the tournament that you guys opened up wasn't against a heavy favorite um, I think you, it was Cuba no, I, I pitched against Cuba in game three. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we, we lost that game three, two in extra innings. But I think that game right there was kind of the telling point where, wow, like we can actually compete with these guys. You know, let's face it, we're known as a hockey country, right? Yeah. So baseball isn't, uh, you know, wasn't really big back then. It is yeah. a little bit better now. But back then, we, you know, basically we had no chance. Right. But, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. The whole, uh, you know, all of Brandon, the, the whole city, once we started getting on a roll, they were right behind us, and we had sellouts at every game, like over five, 6,000 people. It was awesome. 
How did that feel as a 16-year-old? Like you, you've never played in front of a crowd? Like oh, that? I got some words I can use that I probably wouldn't <laughs> use right now. Um, but no, it was um, it, it 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 propelled me, you know, to do what I want to do, which mm-hmm. you know, play pro ball later on down the road. And um, you know, if you can play in a situation like that with and handle it, you know, nerve-wise, you yeah. can be be in any situation. So I guess I guess that leads me to then. So you, you guys did really well on that. Um, you obviously, you end up winning the tournament. Yeah, we beat uh, who was it? I think we beat Chinese Taipei in the final. Yeah, which would they, I think they them or Cuba or the states would win it every year. So. Right, right. So complete upset on that. How does that factor in? Like, did did you think even before that time, before that tournament, um, before those results, did you think there was potential for being a professional baseball player? Because you were playing a, a little bit of a high level. Of hockey I, I, too. I think I think after that tournament when. Uh, when I started hearing more from people and scouts and, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, people telling me that, wow, you, you know, you really got, have a good arm and everything. Well, you know, you kind of start thinking about it a little bit. So I was getting to the point there where I had to, to choose, you know, between baseball and, and hockey. That's what I came down to. So, okay. um, and then, you know, playing, being in Edmonton in that area, you know, there's lots of scouts. So everything worked out really well. So that tournament ended up in 1991. In- God damn, that's a long time ago. <laughs> Two years later, two yeah. short years later, uh, your name gets called in the '93. Uh, uh, is it? How do they classify? Is it an it, entry draft? It, it's a major league baseball entry draft. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, of all teams, it's your favorite team that drafts. Yeah. You? Like uh, you know what? What a dream! And and uh, basically going into it, I knew I was going to get drafted at that point. Um, didn't know where. Didn't know what round. You know what overall selection I would be. Um, I just knew like that, that, uh, you know, before the draft, I was, you know, going out for dinner with Pat Gillick. I was going out for dinner with the GM of the Cincinnati Reds, you know, just everybody trying to get to know my personality, you know, uh, you know, making sure I was a good kid. My, you know, was doing, you know, well in school, you know, because they, they make sure that they check everything before they take, you know, pick somebody to be a part of their organization. It's, you know, it's not like you're talented. You're going to play. Yeah. Well, you have to have other attributes as well. And on that note, too, then, it's uh, with baseball, too, you don't see a lot of 18-year-olds get drafted and make the jump to major leagues. Now, well, the next step is yeah. there's a lot that goes into it, and we're not talking that you're not even a tear down from the major leagues. You're all the way in where medicine hat? I was in rookie ball in medicine hat. So, basically, I was as low as you could get. It's, it's uh, uh, baseball draft is way different than hockey, right? So mm-hmm. in hockey, if you're 18 years old and you're a, a top draft pick, well, you you might play, but in baseball, there's not a chance that you're playing, you know, in the big leagues right away. Right. You're, you're going to pay your dues, which is three, four years and make sure that you're, you know, getting the reps, getting experienced, playing in front of fans, you know, all over the United States and Canada. And, you know, I, I, I think back as one of the greatest times of my life. Well, yeah, and I, I, I read that in a little bit of an article, but that's, too, where I guess a lot of your skills were, were honed and developed, too, even going back to as far as, like you said, the, the, the Rookie League with Medicine Hat. Oh, for sure. And, and I think what was pretty cool is I got drafted by Toronto, but I got to play in Medicine Hat. You know, like, uh, you know, I think they really enjoyed having me there. I, I loved being on the team, still being in Alberta. So, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, and, you know, what a learning curve. And close to family and friends, too. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So for Medicine Hat, where did you go from there? Um, I, from Medicine Hat, I went to a short season, it's called, the following season to St. Catharines in Ontario. So okay. I still got to play in Canada. And then after that, I went to Hagerstown, Maryland. Um, I went to Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, Dunedin, Florida. So, 
you're, you're playing on, like, all these teams though, are affiliated with Toronto, right? Right. So you're all in the same organization, and you all have one goal, and that's to get to the big leagues. So there's how many teams under one organization, and all these guys are vying for the same job? Exactly. <laughs> there's a lot, of a lot of competition. So you can see why it's not just a get drafted, get into. No. Um, there were, you did actually make it up there, though. Well, you know what? I was on the major league roster for three years. I played in uh, in Grapefruit League games with Toronto. Like I was there with Roger Clemens, right. you know, all, all the big guys. I spent uh, you know spring trainings a month and a half. I, I spent the whole spring training with them, and unfortunately, you know, I played in those games, but I didn't make the regular season. I got hurt, and uh, you know, I didn't really say too much about my shoulder being sore, and because mm -hmm. I was very very close to making it, and uh, unfortunately, injuries just kind of, you know. Wrecked the dream, I guess you could say. And it was one of those things. I remember you you uh, being interviewed in an article saying that it was one of the, you you try to tough it out, but really maybe. Yeah, well, I, I think I said uh, in one interview you have that kind of like that hockey mentality, right? Right, where you can play through pain. Well, you know what? That was a that was in a, in a you know something I should have brought to their attention a little bit more, and maybe I could have got it fixed quicker instead mm -hmm. of hurting it, you know, and and you know having to shorten my career. But at one point, too, so the, the career didn't actually end with Toronto. You were with the Tampa Bay organization. I got selected by Tampa Bay. They call it the Rule 5 draft. Okay. And I went there for two years, and, and I basically I had surgery, and I, uh, I rehabbed for two years. They, they chose me. They knew what kind of ability I had, and they were hoping that I could make a comeback, mm -hmm. and it was just, you know, couldn't do it. So what's going through your mind at this point? When did you make the decision that it did, – did you decide or was it the team decided or was it uh, – No, I, I, I decided. I threw a bullpen one day in Tampa. Um, you know, I used to throw 94-95. Yeah. And, you know, the ball used to come out of my hand, you know, real good. Nice, nice, and, nice life to it and everything. And I threw a bullpen there one day, and I, I don't even think I heard the catcher's mitt pop. And I went, God damn, I suck. Right? Like, I'm terrible now. Yeah. And I went, you know what? I walked off the field. I walked into Tom Foley's office, who was the director of, of, the, of the, the farming organization. And mm -hmm. I went, you know what? I said, I'm going home, man. You know, I just, it, yeah. it was deflating. I couldn't do it anymore. I went from throwing 95 to maybe throwing 80. And I wasn't going to make it anyways. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, it's all about being honest at that point. And, right. You know, going you know what I need to start something new and find something else to do in my life now did you have an idea at the time what you wanted to do no not really I knew I wanted to come back to St. Paul hang out at my dad's for a couple of weeks right and, and just kind of you know you know being a I was depressed for a while yeah um you know my dad helped me out through it and and I hung out around here hung out with some friends because obviously I, I grew up here as well between here and Fort McMurray I played ball here right so I have I had I have lots of friends here so I hung out with those guys, played some golf, and uh, you know, until I kind of figured out what I wanted to do, and I still didn't know what I wanted to do at that point. So, <laughs> you did find a path eventually, and this is kind of an off-the-cuff question here. I'm going to ask you, um, but it, believe me, I am going somewhere with this. Do you remember the first time we ever actually met face to face? No, you don't. No. Can I give you a hint? Sure. It was 2002. Okay. It was in March of 2002. Do you remember where you would have been at that time? No. You were in Edson, Alberta. Oh. Was I playing slow pitch? No. What was I doing? You were coaching bantam hockey in provincial. Midget. Was it midget? It was midget. I never midget coached. Provincial. Yeah, Sorry. I midget. never coached bantam. I coached okay. midgets. You're right. You're right. And about I was that. there. Yes. And I think I had blonde hair. Possibly. Yeah. Your whole team did. Yes. 
So here I am. Uh, well, grew up in Elk Point, which is just down the road. But yeah. here, St. Paul, Alberta is playing in the tournament. I'm mm-hmm. working in uh, the Edson radio station. Oh. I'm doing sports coverage for the tournament. Well, here's a name I recognize. Right. I just wanted to see who this Joe Young was, because obviously I've heard about you. Man, I never knew that. that no, I interviewed you. I, I, really? I, I interviewed you on the radio <laughs> station. <laughs> I'm glad I was that memorable. Oh. But here's where we're at now. Uh, you did find something. Um, I've found a few things. Well, a few <laughs> things, but it's something that you've been doing for a long time and have enjoyed quite a bit of success at, I would yeah. say. So uh, maybe not so much at that tournament, because I actually think Edson wanted, ended up yeah. winning the, the yeah. tournament. But was that the start of your coaching career? That was the first year I ever coached hockey. Okay. And, and you know what? you gotta, you got to remember, too, I, I did play in the Western Hockey League. Right. So I kind of knew a little bit about hockey as well. Well, for sure. Right? And like I said, you had to make a choice where yeah. which direction career-wise, because I when you play in the Western Hockey League, you're close enough that you can say, well, there's a good chance to go pro here. Exactly. So, um, so here you're coaching. Uh, you coached just the one year of midgets and then moved up. I coached you? two years of midgets. Two years of midgets. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then but then eventually moved up. I think you started as an assistant with the junior Bs. I did, yeah, point. for okay. uh, three years, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And then from there, you you, you, you moved on to Saddle Lake, and I think well, that's kind uh, of... Actually, uh, three years assistant here, okay. and then... Uh, Corey Demisak and I were the uh, co-coaches okay. uh, the following year. Okay. And then uh, uh, that summer, Saddle Lake had hired me to coach the team. And that's where your success started as that's far as... That's where we started to get rolling right championships. there. Championships. Yeah. So what's the feeling of that? So you're going back to when you're 16 years old, you're winning a big championship as a player. Now as a coach, what's the difference in, in how you feel or how that, how that transpired? Felt the same, man. Did it? I think anytime you win and you're competitive, it... It's a great feeling. So it didn't right? matter whether you were on the ice no, or not. No, not really. I, I think, you know, when you're, when you win championships, you mm-hmm. create memories. Yeah. And uh, you know, till this day, like I haven't coached for a few years now. Mm-hmm. You still think about it. Yeah. You still talk about it, right? Like we are right now. It's something that I, never goes to, away. I'd have to say, for for your personality, you're usually pretty level, chill. I don't know. I've never seen you too too riled yeah. up outside of the ring. But right. I, but I've watched a few junior B games when you came back to St. Paul here and. Uh, that's probably the most I've seen you hot under the call. You've even had a few suspensions. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> once in a while, I, you know, I, I act up a little bit, but it, it's all about caring, right? Like I mm-hmm. cared about all the kids I coached. Yeah, you know, I cared about the organizations, and and if I felt like you know something wasn't in our favor or or it was getting taken away from us, you know, you, you got to make sure sometimes you say something, right? Right. But overall, it was an unbelievable experience coaching mm-hmm. hockey. I didn't start. I didn't think going to Edson as a first year midget coach that I'd be coaching junior B hockey and winning championships. Mm-hmm. Like that didn't cross my mind. How, how long were you in Saddle Lake for? Uh, one year. One year. And yeah. then you moved on to Lloyd. Then I went to Lloyd for five. For five years, you won three. Three. three and one provincial. And one provincial. So. And, and you know what? Those teams are absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. To this day, I still say that there wasn't a team in this league that has been that good. Right. And that's just the way it, it is. You know, like I think Wainwright ha- has had a dominant time, you know, uh, in this league for a while, actually, while well, I seen it, you know, with my own eyes. Right. But to me, they weren't as good as what we had in Lloyd. Right. And, uh, you know, it was good being a part. It was great being a part of something like that. Now, what happens then? I know you went uh, five years, you coached there. You did go on to coach some senior AAA in, in Lloyd Minster when they. they I did senior AAA when yeah. we hosted the Allen Cup. Yeah. And quite honestly, it's something that I look back at now. And actually, after that season, and I kind of wish I wouldn't, I didn't do it. I, I'm more of a coach, you know, like, you know, I like teaching kids. Right. Right. Uh, you know, making them better. 
And, you know, I kind of have a motto, like I even say to my AAA baseball team that I'm coaching now, let's get better every day. Right. Well, when you're coaching former pro players who are 35 years old, there's not really much you can tell them, <laughs> right? They basically know it all. So you're kind of a statue on the bench. Right. You right. don't have the board out going, hey, let's do this, let's do that. You've played senior hockey, Ben. Right. I, I watched a lot from the back. Yeah, was, well, you, I was a good you, you've goal. dressed and <laughs> yeah. you've been on the bench, right? You, yeah. There's not a lot of coaching that goes on. That's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Whereas right. in junior hockey, there's a ton of coaching that goes on. Right. You right. know, because you have certain systems you play. You well, know, you're, you're still developing. You're developing these mm-hmm. kids. You want them to get better. You want them to become better humans, right? And that's what uh, that's what we went by. So all the success in Lloyd, you end up coming back to St. Paul where you took the reins. How long were you the head coach here in St. Paul? I think Paul I was seven or eight years. Seven or eight years. Yeah. And I can honestly say that team was almost written off as far as being in existence. They were done when I got here. Pretty much. They, they were going to fold. Pretty much. And so you, you worked with what you had. You built up. You had a couple of rough seasons. To the point where was it? Well, your- let's put it this way: my our first regular season game when I came back, mm-hmm. I was coaching uh, with my brother-in-law Jamie Sadlowski, mm-hmm. and we're on the bench, and the team goes out for warm-up. They weren't the most talented team, right? Yeah. And uh, there's a guy wearing glasses under his visor, <laughs> right? That, that's just like that shows what kind of personalities I had, right? But I'll tell you what: if it wasn't for those guys starting it, yeah. We wouldn't have got anywhere. Right. So they kind of started where we start, you know, they got the team back yep. by showing up to play. And then we started having success a couple of years later. But you know what? Who plays with glasses on? And I remember the kid's name to this day. I won't say it. I thought it was the funniest thing I ever seen. It actually made me laugh. And getting pumped like 20 to 1 that game, yeah. I still thought about the glasses after the game. <laughs> because what if he gets in an altercation? He's well, dead. Well, you wouldn't hit a kid with glasses, would you? Well, I'm sure a guy from Wainwright would. <laughs> oh, man. I, but you have to be proud of the way it's come now because it, it, it has been, well, in the last few years you coached there, competitive enough that, well, you guys went to the finals. We went to the league finals, yeah. You lost to Wainwright, yeah. but hosted provincials that year. Wainwright won provincials that yeah. year and then went on to win the Western Junior exactly. B Exactly. So, so you, can't, you can't say, well, you came up short. You simply just uh, lost to the most. And, and when, when we played Wainwright in the final, we competed with them for 60 minutes every game. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we knew it wasn't going to be easy, but we played them all season. We played yeah. them four times. I think we won two, they won two. Yeah. And every game was close. It yeah. wasn't like they, you know, they beat the wheels off us every game. Like so if, we were right there with them. Is, so if you had to say maybe the best team that never won a, a championship with? Oh, you, uh, we, we had a great team that year. Yeah. We had lots of talent. Lots of talent. What would you be most proud of then as a coach? Would it be the championships or would it be? No, coming back here. Resurrecting the program. Yeah, coming back sense. here. Because, you know, when, uh, when they hired me, it, it was like, it was on my own terms, basically. I, I made, you know, they asked me if I would come back. They interviewed me, and I said, yeah, I know. Yeah, I will come back. You understand, it's kind of a, it's uh you look at it, and it's kind of daunting because I came from a very successful organization. Yeah. And I knew I was coming back here, you know, which I was proud to come back here because I live here. This is yeah. my home. And try and get this team at least competitive on the ice. And uh, we did it, you know, and I had different coaches throughout the years, and and uh, we were fortunate that, you know, once you start, you know, stabilizing the organization, then the players actually call you. Yeah. 
right? You don't have to go out hunting for them. They call you and say, you know, hey, coach, can we come play for you this year? Well, I can remember being yeah. on the golf course in June, uh, the second year you were coaching with you, yeah. and uh, you being on the phone half the time. Oh, exactly, and that's all I did. And, and I think the biggest turnaround for the organization was uh, um, Jordan Wozniak. You know him, right? Absolutely, he, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you've been in the same locker room or dressing room as him. Yeah. He called me. He was playing junior A in Lloyd. Yeah. And he called me and he said, Joe, I want to come play in, in St. Paul. Well, that just turned the whole organization around there. Yeah. They're like, a junior A player wants to come play in St. Paul. And that, from that minute, the team took off. But that's a guy, too, that draws people with him. I know exactly. that. Exactly. He's, he's a local kid, yeah. right? And then being involved with now, he's playing senior hockey in all point. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think he's... He's definitely been a, an anchor on that team yeah. as well. That was a turning as, point for yeah. me right there. Right. And it's because and, of you and that Sadlow he And too. Sadlow liked it because Sadlow coached a D. And he's yeah. like, now I got somebody I can, you know, we can build around. Well, the guy's a wrecking ball. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Fearless as far as uh, exactly. from, what I, from what I've seen as a player. Between professional baseball coaching, what, when you look back on, on some of the things you did, what would be maybe a couple of your favorite memories? Like besides sports? Well, no. Let's go. Let's go back into Major League Baseball. Yeah. That professional baseball. There's, I mean, in six years, even grinding it out and 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 being on rosters, but not actually playing in the in the regular season. Yeah. There's got to be something that stands out as. Uh, well, I think playing winter ball in Venezuela, like when the Blue Jays uh, sent me there okay. for a few months, that that was quite the experience. <laughs> playing, uh, you know, in front of security guards who have machine guns, and <laughs> you know, and you're you're trying to concentrate and get into a game. You don't and, want to have a bad game. Is yeah, you saying. don't want to have a bad game, right? Because <laughs> uh, you're like, are these guys going to kill you if you suck tonight or what? Oh. But, you know, it's plus 40 in Venezuela. Uh, that was a great experience. But you know what? Overall, man, I, I never had anything, you know, really that I look, I look back on and go, you know, that sucked. Like, everything was so memorable, right? Yeah. Like, it, uh, it was a great time. And, uh, you know, I was very fortunate to be able to go through it. Let's take that to where it leads to right now. Um, we mentioned it earlier. You have your own development, uh, baseball development. Yeah. Joe Young Baseball Development. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Joe Young Baseball Development. Um, what's, we talked a little bit before we, we started recording here, but what's a little bit of your, uh, your philosophy with that? Well, you know what? I, I just want to give back. There's not too many people around here in my, in, that played at a level of baseball that I played. So right. I'm, I want to give back to the kids. I want them to get better. Um, you know, they get professional coaching. Right. You know, stuff that I learned, you know, with the Blue Jays is what I'm teaching these kids. Right. Right. So it's not wrong. It's the right way. Right. And most of all, I want them to have fun. Right. Like I know when I was that age, you know, six, seven, eight years old, or even the older kids now that come, you know, come work out at my facility or at my acreage. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was so cool when I was younger that I got to hang out with somebody who you know, who played at a high level or played college or whatever, because yeah. you know you're getting quality instruction. That's right. Right? I sat in the classroom as well, and I got all my, you know, my certificates and all that, but that doesn't make me, you know, what I am, mm-hmm. you know, which is somebody who learned from some of the best coaches in the world. Right. So I'm just handing that, you know, to the kids that I work with every day. So there you basically answered what I wanted to say is like, what did you draw from your professional career that well, you're, you're past? Obviously... Coaching. Coaching. You're with the best coaches in the world, right? You, it's, uh, you know, it's something you can't, you can't beat. Like, you know, any, any situation that I've ever been in, um, I learned from my coaches. Right. You know, if it's coming to talk to me on the mound, if I'm struggling, 
you know, if it's working on something, you know, on the side during practice or whatever. So, did did any of your professional uh, coaching that you learned through baseball did any of that transcend through hockey as well? I mean, it's two different sports, but there there is intangibles. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah that well, you could... I think with me, it's, it's my compete level that helps. Right, me, right. I, I'm very competitive. I'm very intense, and uh, you know, maybe in hockey, I wasn't the greatest X's and O's guys. But I could, I could motivate you and get you ready to play. Right. Well, Joe, I want to thank you again. Joe Young, he's passing on his knowledge and uh, expertise. Uh, it's Joe Young Baseball Development. Find them on their Facebook page. I don't know if we can get a shot of that shirt there that uh, says it all right there. That says. <laughs> um, thank you so much again, Joe. Listen, if Is that Penguin still a St. Paul Dodge? Yes. Yeah, I well, love it, that Penguin. It doesn't work anymore. No, it doesn't? No, oh my no. I might wrap it yeah. up. I was going to wrap it up and give it to you as a Christmas gift. Oh. That's that's a whole other episode. Maybe oh, I would have loved that. Yeah. Well, we won't talk about the penguin per se, no. but the penguin is still around. It's still around. Awesome. All right. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please like and share. You can check us out uh, other episodes via YouTube or your favorite podcast provider uh, by searching Pool and Radio or now for someone completely interesting. And this has been someone completely interesting. I always knew he was. Once again, Joe Young. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ben.